It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. To be honest, I can't fully remember how really it happened. I just know that like at the time I was going through an, a lot of health conditions that stopped me from being able to work a normal job. This is Karina O'Dowd. She's from Sligo and she's in her mid-twenties. I was on welfare and I was getting like sick of just being on social welfare because I'd been on it for so long. I looked on several job websites to look for like you know, working at home jobs or things like that, but, like, it was very limited. There was really nothing at the time. Then, I think it was Facebook. Somebody got in touch with me from over in England. She was like, oh, do you want to consider joining this new company that's, like, launching in Ireland in July? Karina had received offers of work from companies on social media in the past, but she'd always been sceptical. I took, like, a few days to think about it because I just wasn't sure... I was like, you know what, I'll give it a year and see what I can do out of it. And if it doesn't, nothing comes from it within a year, then I'll leave or I'll finish. Little did Karina know that she'd signed up to be part of a multi-level marketing company, which promised people easy money. However, most actually end up working for free. I'm Sarah Hapollock and this is In the News from the Irish Times. Today... How young Irish women are losing money in too-good-to-be-true social media sales jobs. Jessica Doyle and Adeshewa Awabadejo are reporters with the Irish Times, and they recently carried out an investigation into how Irish women are being recruited by MLMs. Jessica, can you begin by explaining what exactly is a multi-level marketing company or an MLM? A multi-level marketing company um, is a direct sales company. So if you join an MLM, you become a contracted salesperson. So you buy product kits from the company with your own money um, and then you sell them at a marked up price and then you can keep the profit. So it's similar to any retail business in that respect. But the difference is you're often encouraged to recruit more people to sell for the MLM. So those who you recruit become what's called your downline and you can then earn commission on their sales. So we see with MLMs that recruitment is incentivized by offering you the chance to reach higher levels in the company's structure by recruiting more and more people. And those higher levels offer perks like trips abroad or bonuses sometimes, but that's for the very small few who actually reach those higher levels. Sheila, what kind of industries do these companies cover? It's cosmetics and clothes most of the time, right? Um, So they sell 
almost anything, depending on the company, you might be selling hair products, beauty products, um, so things like shampoo or makeup, or even just health products like weight loss tablets. But yeah, sometimes you have things like even Tupperware or appliances. Um, I think it's interesting because it's not so much about the products themselves because they tend to be mundane, everyday things, but it's kind of how it's marketed. These are just some of my favorite products. The 30 Days of Healthy Living changed my life, and I hope that you consider even just trying the greens. And the, the ads can often read as um, success testimonies, I find. For example, you might see a before and after photo of someone's weight loss transformation and then the caption would implore people to buy the specific products to receive the same results. Ads might be proposed in the form of an infomercial style post posing rhetorical questions like, oh, do you want to choose your own hours? Would you like to work um, to get a second income? I'm really excited about this video. If you're watching it, that means you just signed up to be a distributor and you're about to just grow exponentially. They definitely target a certain demographic of people who tend to be female and tend to be young. And Jessica, as she has mentioned, through your reporting, the two of you together, you discovered that these companies do mainly target women and also young mothers. Why do they do that? Well, as shows like Mad Men have shown us, since the beginning of advertising, women have always been a key demographic. So it's no different here with MLMs. Um, So the European Direct Selling Association found 87% of MLM recruits in Ireland were women. um, And that was in 2020. So those are very recent figures. And Moira O'Sullivan, who we got to speak to, she lectures at Munster Technological University. So she told me that with MLMs, they have a plausible deniability when it comes to who they target, because they can say they're not targeting women they can say the salespeople who they, they've contracted are targeting women themselves. So they don't need to take ownership of that. And the advertisements often target the vulnerabilities that are specific to women. So you mentioned their young mothers. Um, so because young mothers are often isolated and restricted to the home, MLMs have really found a way to infiltrate mother and baby like online forums even. And it starts as a community where women can, you know, share their difficulties with raising small kids. And it turns into, I'm trying to sell you something. I'm trying to get you to join this MLM. Um, So they also look for other vulnerabilities. I mean, they body shame people um, if they've put on weight or if they're part of weight loss fitness groups on Instagram, or if they follow a lot of weight loss influencers And then they say, you can lose weight by taking this supplement. Would you like to get involved Um, and then sell it on? And they mention friendship. It's like a key word that they use. Do you want to make friends? And I mean, that really appeals to anybody, especially if you're in some way stuck. Jessica, can you talk to me about how people are supposed to make money from working with these companies? They sell products, but they're also strongly encouraged to recruit other people too, right? They're supposed to make money by the profit they make on their products, first of all. So I will buy a product pack, I'll resell it at a profit and I can keep the profit. That's the basic setup. But then I can make more profit by recruiting people below me and I then earn a small commission from their sales. 
But what the red flag you have to look out for is if at the end of it all, you're making more money from the sales from recruiting than your actual sales on products. That's the red flag when you're coming into pyramid selling territory. Okay, so let's talk about pyramid selling for a moment. From what you've been describing to me, these multi-level marketing companies, they sound like pyramid schemes, but pyramid schemes are illegal in Ireland. So is there actually anything illegal about how these MLMs operate? Just to be clear, a pyramid scheme is an investment marketing fraud where people are often offered the chance to sell a product, usually, but the product from the pyramid scheme comes from the recruitment, not from the sales. And these are illegal. Pyramid schemes are illegal to set up or knowingly take part in under the 2007 Consumer Protection Act. So as you say, when you look at MLMs, you can see a similarity in structure to a pyramid scheme. It is definitely the view by critics that they are pyramid schemes, but the wheels of enforcement are very slow on this. So this is a relatively new trend in business and it takes the law an incredible amount of time to catch up to this. So that's one thing, just the law being way behind on MLMs. And the second thing is that on top of that enforcement bodies, so like the FTC in the US and the Consumer Protection Commission here in Ireland, they can't monitor um, communications within an MLM because it's done through private messages on social media. So they have no access to that. It's not open corporate communications that they can look through. Um, So someone who was in an MLM would have to come forward. They would have to bring all the evidence of their messages, their messages from the company. um, And that could lead to an investigation that may or may not find an MLM to be a pyramid scheme. But MLMs are legal. They're not illegal like pyramid schemes. Are many recruits, Jessica, actually successful in making money? Do we know if any people actually make a profit from this kind of work? We know from speaking to Karina, who featured in your article, that she lost money from doing this. And it sounds like a lot of people lose money. So who's making money? Nobody we spoke to managed to make money from an MLM. Um, And the research figures coming from America also reflect that. Research by this man, John M. Taylor. So he founded the Consumer Awareness Institute in Utah. Um, So he did the maths on this. So he looked at specific MLMs and found, even with liberal estimates, that at least 99% of the participants lose money. Now that's at least 99%. And Moira, our expert, she backs that up because she's seen his maths and she says it makes sense and that an MLM has never presented evidence to the contrary. They can never prove that those stats aren't true. So as with the pyramid scheme, it can only be in an MLM. From what we've seen, from the evidence we've seen, the people at the top making money. They're making money from people buying into, buying the product packs to start selling, even when they don't continue with the MLM. But they're making money from the products also. You mentioned that some of the women you spoke to didn't want to use their names. And it really appears to me that there's probably a certain level of shame attached to the failure of not making money or that they found it difficult to quit. And it seems like some of these MLMs have a cultish grip on their recruits. Shewa, how do they foster that and maintain it? It was really interesting, actually, when I was speaking to April 
I think she didn't really realize um, just the gravity of what she was in. So when I spoke to her, um, she mentioned how she didn't really make any money. The money she paid into her starter pack, she eventually made that back in little bits over the two months that she was doing it. Um, so essentially she was working for free. She was doing all this content creation and recruiting for free. And I, I thought that was interesting in terms of like cults because it's that idea that people don't really realize the gravity of things until they leave or until like a few years after. But I also just think it's just the community that they foster. Jessica, what did you learn about the way these companies hang on to women and how these women are impacted afterwards? Yeah, well, I think the language, the buzzwords are a huge part. It's all success. It's all you can make it. And the whole idea of social media success is that you can start from your bedroom. This is something that one of the girls mentioned to me that, you know, that is the dream for a lot of people. They want to be like influencers who start at home. They either, you know, have a talent or singing or something or they're modeling clothes or they're, you know, doing makeup artistry or something like that. So the idea that you can fake it till you make it is huge and it's seen as a genuine route to success on social media. So we can see it with Anna Delvey, like the fraudulent German heiress. Although people can appear successful online, like some of the high tier MLM sellers that we've seen on Instagram who are trying to constantly recruit girls below them, like the evidence shows that even they are not actually making much money. So although they're, they have their Louis Vuitton handbags hanging up in the background and they say they're going on trips thanks to the company, they qualify for an abroad trip, for example, like one girl we saw. But when we saw their check, their weekly check online that they failed to blank out the amount correctly in a montage on their Instagram story, we could see that her weekly balance was €20.32. That says it all. Like it, it's it's fake, and it's um, it's showing what success looks like without actually reaping the benefits. Coming up, one woman's story of her year working for an MLM. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Karina O'Dowd is a business student from Sligo, and in 2017, she was looking for an opportunity to work from home while also dealing with a health condition. That's when she was recruited by a multi-level marketing company. Karina, can you tell me about when you first started working with this company? How did it all begin and how did you go about selling things for them? 
So basically, you register with them and you have to pay €138 at the very beginning and you get like a kit with like products in it that's worth like over 300 and that's like the big seller they always bring that out that like oh you only have to pay 138 euro but that uh, you have 300 euro worth of products and I think that's what gets most people interested at the very beginning because you're getting more for what you're paying for and they say to you that like this is the kit that you can use to sell the products by like showcasing what they are taking photos and things like that so when you get that you also get your own like website domain and like um you can go on and you can either buy the products for like the customers yourself or the customers can go to that website and buy the products tell me what were these products were they makeup were they moisturizers what were they it was skincare and beauty. So you had eyeshadow palettes, you had individual um, eyeshadows, uh, mascaras, eyeliners, foundation, moisturizers, serums, like things like that. So when did you start to earn any money? You mentioned you had to pay €138 up front, but how long was it before you actually earned something back? Well, you had a cer- certain amount of time to reach a target. And the only way that you could actually get commissions was if you reach that target and then you get commission off the products that you sold um but I I only I don't think I met the first target and then the second target I almost met it but then I ended up having to put my own money in to reach the initial target by the end so I was kind of it was defeating the purpose of it all really because I was putting my own money into trying to reach the target can you give me an idea of how much money you were having to put in to reach a target? Maybe a hundred over that a month. Okay. S- significant amount of money to be losing per month. Yeah. So when did alarm bells start to ring? When did you realize something wasn't right and that you weren't going to earn proper money and a proper living with this company? I think it was ra- like six months in maybe. I just felt like the amount of work like I was dedicating to it and things like that and the then financially I was like I'm literally not making anything like what they claim you can make was not what was happening and at first I blamed myself I thought maybe I wasn't doing enough or I wasn't interested enough or whatever the case may be um like I doubted myself a lot so I just kept pushing and kept doing more hoping that it was just me and that eventually people will like engage more and like I did get a lot of engagement it's just I didn't get a lot of sales. So by the six months in, I was like, okay. But then I told myself to keep pushing through it. I have, I gave myself the year. So I was like, I'll try another six months and see. But by the time it got to the year, I was like, I'm, I'm not feeling this anymore. Can you give me a breakdown of what your working day was like when you were doing this kind of job? Um, what were you expected to do? Well, basically, we had to do post. So I had a separate page to my Facebook page. I created a new page. So I was doing about four to five posts a day. Then I'd do a couple of videos and I'd edit them, then post them, then schedule posts in. Then I'd like I was using the products as well. So I was testing them as well. And then obviously I was like thinking of new posts myself. And then we'd have meetings with like our main team because I had five in my team. 
and we'd have meetings and like discuss what are like what is the next product, our sale tactics and things like that. Did you ever have interactions with people who are higher up in the company? Normally with employment, you have someone you can turn to, whether it's someone in HR or a manager that you can go to if you're having problems. Did you ever complain to someone within the company about the fact that you were putting your own money into this and not making money or was that option available? It wasn't really available. I mean, I remember when I joined that they were like, okay, you're part of this team and somebody else is your upline they call them and um I was never really introduced to them or like anything like that I was just told that that's who they are and that was that basically but I never I never the thought never even entered my head to actually go to them so I never actually did that the only times like I would say anything would be in the group with the girls and they were having the same issue and we were kind of all feeling the same at that point Tell me what it was that pushed you to finally leave the company. Well, the person that actually contacted me in the first place, she messaged me saying that she was leaving and then another girl was leaving. And I was like, right, I I feel okay. Like, because I'd grown like a relationship with all of them. They were all lovely. Like they really were. And I felt bad just like leaving because the whole thing is like the more you recruit the better it is for everyone and I didn't just want to leave but once they had said that they were leaving I was like right well that's my kind of go ahead for leaving because I'm a I'm a people pleaser so you know I didn't want to like you know leave anyone high and dry by leaving but once they had said it I was like okay I'm out. <laughs> Tell me Karina why did you decide to speak out publicly about your experience why did you feel that was important? Well, I joined a group uh, about a year ago, I think. It was the anti-MLM group. And I was in, like, I I never really vocalised anything in that. But, like, the more I read, the more I was like, oh, my God, it felt like I was, like, brainwashed to a point. So, like, it just felt very um, wrong. And, like, I'm trying to speak up more on things. Like, I'm speaking up about, like, the homelessness in Ireland and different things like that. And... You know, speaking about things that just aren't okay. And from my experience, I just feel like it's happened to too many people. More people need to be know about it because I'm finding or noticing more and more that like a lot of my friends are joining groups like this and I just don't agree with it. Karina, thanks so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Can I ask finally, Jessica, what should we be doing here in Ireland to protect what appears to be mainly women who might be susceptible to taking up work with these companies? Getting the idea out there to young women that, you know, be careful what you sign up to and especially be careful if something is too good to be true, as we know it often usually is. But on the other side, I mean, hopefully the law, consumer law will catch up with this and be able to investigate these companies in more detail. And I mean, something that we didn't mention is that a lot of these companies are based abroad, usually in Canada and the US. Um, so it's kind of a global phenomenon now because, you know, the FTC and places um, in the, in the countries where these companies begin, um, are slowly getting to investigate each of these. Um, so it's a very slow process, which is frustrating. 
Um, so in the meantime, we need to just be as educated as we can and especially reaching younger people because pyramid schemes have kind of always been on the go, but this is a new guise. It's, it's a new, the lure of being an influencer and internet success is something that we haven't had to deal with before. Um, so I think just education for young people on this is really important. That's all for today. My thanks to our guests, Jessica Doyle, Adeshewa Awabadejo and Karina O'Dowd. You can read more from Jessica and Adeshewa's investigation into MLMs at irishtimes.com. Today's episode was produced by Jennifer Ryan and Suzanne Brennan. In the News will be back on Friday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 